Listener Production. Two colourful, loopy, fruity rings of deliciousness on the nutritional ladder of healthy living. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Alex Dyson, I was in Ballina a little while back and uh, over the Christmas break and I saw uh, a man in the Ballina River surfing some mice on some little surfboards. (laughs) What? What do you mean? I thought his stand-up paddleboard was shaped like a rapid test. You know, that's sort of like no, no, not to do nothing to do with COVID tests. Um, Actual small mice on surfboards. Okay, he was riding them on the little the little whitewash waves that were coming through, and uh, he had a little sort of mouse mansion. Wait, on miniature surfboards or on his big surfboard? No, on miniature surf on their own little custom surfboards, and he had a little mouse mansion that he was housing them in. And, uh, and they're pretty good swimmers and they're pretty good surfers. i got to say, they're pretty gnarly. They were some of the gnarliest mice I've ever seen. I'm not sure if that's... <laughs> is that ethical? Well, I'll tell you what, they didn't mind their little spot in the green room, that's for sure. Hey, throwing up the devil's horns as they went past. They, they weren't complaining. Um, and these are probably some of the best kept-after mice in the yeah. country. Mouseabunga instead of cowabunga. Oh, okay. So, look, it was one of those sites where I thought, what am I even seeing here? Uh, this is different. But another one of those things happened to me on the weekend. It was a little bit more uh, believable, what I saw, but it struck a little thought in my head that made me think, oh, that's right, I'm living in Australia. So I'm going to be uh, diving into that a little bit later on. But also, we've got a big show, Alex Dyson. Absolutely. If you've ever been called up for jury duty... You'll know the feeling, but there is a, a far more flamboyant jury duty that has come to the Matt and Alex Breakfast Show. We're about to find out a bit more about that next. I hope you're well. Let's get into it. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, I thought I'd given up that early morning life. Um, you know, the alarm <laughs> clock going off at 4am, the tears rolling down the cheeks, cascading to taste the salty tears in my lips as I sat up in bed, sun not up yet. Like most people who decide to be parents, they just sign up for those sweet sleep-ins. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I was talking about the breakfast radio times that we spent uh, waking up at 4. I, I had my alarm set at 4.20. No reference there to American college culture. <laughs> it's not a joke. The Triple J hosts <laughs> set their alarms at 4.20. <laughs> it <laughs> is reality that both Matt and I lived Yeah, for that's a while. it. It's, and that's what I used to do. And I used to get up. I used to sit in the couch in the pitch black dark. Literally in the dark on my couch, looking out the balcony windows, sometimes eating a piece of toast just for that first few minutes going, what is this life? And then going in to talk to you for three hours. Yeah, every morning. So you thought you'd given it up, but what's happened recently? You're back on that 4am toast train. Well, I got that ring ring from one of my other old employees, Okay. Special Broadcasting Services, SBS. They gave you boy mm, kind. Who you left on very good terms with <laughs> last time. Look, we had some issues with the uh, cult hit <laughs> Thursday FC, sure. But we've, we've, we've finally let water go under the bridge, what, a mere 10 years later? And, uh, yeah. and they have invited me, right, to be an official Australian jury member for Eurovision 2022. Now, this is big stuff because the Eurovision Song Contest, probably the largest 
singing talent competition in the world and they've obviously seen Kiss from a Sandstorm. They've obviously grabbed Boilermaker's latest EP. Um, what, what's the latest EP for Boilermaker? It's called 2021. 2021. What? I oh, know that's the year it came out, but what's it called? No, it's called 2021. <laughs> it's the 2021 EP. Yeah, look, I didn't think about this much. <laughs> When you Google Boilermakers 2021, you just find people who are actual Boilermakers in the year 2021. Okay, look, this is not the point. Eurovision is the point. Can we focus on Eurovision? <laughs> well, yeah, it is big. It's flamboyant. It's euphoric. And uh, the winner could come down to Australia's vote. I'm surprised you didn't boycott purely based on the, you know, fact that we're not in Europe, Matt. Um, well, what, what dude, I mean, I'll there? tell you what. As soon as I got the email, they say, you know, do you want to be a jury member? Official Australian jury member of Eurovision 2021 has to be completely secret up until literally yesterday was only when we were allowed to announce it. And uh, and I was like, oh, do I ever show me them Benjamins, right? Because I was thinking about (laughs) what's Papa O going to be making for this early morning trek out to the SBS studios, 4.30 in the morning. Yep. They said... Please be aware, worldwide, this is an unpaid position. I was like, what? But then it makes perfect sense. You can't be getting paid yep. to vote on one of the biggest contests of the mm, world. That's true. I could, I'd very happily accept a few under the table, you know, bags of, tuck shop bags of brown paper to sway yeah. my vote. But alas, of course, they don't want anyone to, uh, to be swayed. They don't want anyone to be paid differently or anything like that. So worldwide, no one's getting paid. We're doing it for the love of music. No, Matt's palms aren't being greased by grease. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, are there any others so we can, can do? That, Hold on. So you can put that idea. Hold on. <laughs> um, um, well, it's hard when you're trying to think of them on the spot. <laughs> he hasn't been given an advance from France, <laughs> all right? <laughs> um, Okay, wait, 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 wait. There'll be no money in hand from Finland. <laughs> okay. God. <laughs> if they try to bribe him, he'll say, no way, Norway. <laughs> okay. So getting back to it. Do you have a favourite country traditionally? Who do you think does Eurovision quite well? Oh, bro, I, I, I this is the beauty of it. I love... Pop music. You know, I was in a boy band when I was in high school. Okay, yep. 4.1, represent. Winners of the Brisbane State High School Talent Contest. So this is my domain, all right? So I don't have mm. any favourites. I don't have any allegiance to any countries, okay? All, all I care about in terms of other countries, Ghana in the World Cup and athletics, etc. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't, I don't have no favourites. I don't know any, I don't have much history about Eurovision. So I'm, I'm ready to, I'm a clean slate, bruh. I'm good. And who are your other jurors? Who are you sitting in the room with? Well, okay, here we go. So check this out. Check this out. Oh, yes. I was just Googling my own name so I can see what I posted on Instagram. <laughs> I know that Bridget Huswaite is in it. I know that Montaigne is in it. I know Courtney Act is the spokesperson for it. Dylan Lewis, who's seen a big resurgence recently, actually, thanks to I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Um, and now he's an Australian voter. Get me in here to that SBS judging room with a few... Brecky Snacks, yeah, which they've promised. And we've also got the Director of Member Relations and Partnerships at APRO AMCOS, who's Millie Petriella. Very nice. So, look, I did make the mistake of looking at the Facebook page that SBS, when they did post about it, you know, here are the jurors. 
Top comment. <laughs> One singer. So thank you, Brian. Whatever, I can't remember your name. Is I'm pretty sure it was Brian. Thank you for that. Just two Aria nominations, but whatever. Yeah, well, he has, obviously hasn't seen Matt singing, but it is pretty exciting. And as part of the adjudication process, Matt, you are only allowed to vote for countries that aren't Australia. To maintain that integrity, Sheldon Riley will be representing the green and gold over in Turin, Italy, where the competition is taking place. And Ukraine is favourite to win. Oh, that'd be interesting. Sending a delegation, international relations, particularly in Europe, all over the place. Russia's been banned from the competition. There's been some controversy already with uh, North Macedonia's contestant Andrea coming under fire from her home country, mind you, because she threw the North Macedonian flag to the ground on the red carpet. Mm. What happened was she was getting some photos taken, okay, camera lights flashing, Mm. And uh, she, she was holding a flag. She said, oh, I'll just get this out of my hand so I can, you know, do peace signs Put or whatever she's side. doing. Yeah. And she just gave it a little bit of a <laughs> to the side. People were like, did she yep. just throw our flag? Suddenly, <laughs> uh-oh, could be a game over before it's even started for Andrea. So hopefully she can move past this uh, controversy and get going. But you get your chance to vote too, all right? You listening, you have a chance to vote. You get to vote a day after I do. Okay, I get to watch the dress rehearsal, see how it all goes down. That's how the jurors vote. Mm-hmm. Semi-finals are happening on Friday morning at 5 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. The grand final is happening on Sunday, 15th of May at 5 a.m. as well. So you can do all your votes through the public voting portal of www.esc.vote. So log in, submit your votes, be a part of history, and uh, let's see who can win this monumentous European song contest together. All day breakfast. I'm calling it. That's cool. Drippy. What about like? That's pretty cool. What's hitting? A little thing called. What's hitting with Sarah? Yes, if you're like me and in my 30s. You might be going around just missing constantly, uh, which is why we like to get someone who knows what's hitting. And it's with 15-year-old Sarah from Brisbane. G'day, Sarah. Hello. Sarah, I'm so sorry. We still haven't addressed um, the elephant in the room, the dancing elephant, since a couple of weeks back when I um, took my daughter, Sophia, Mm. to the Royal Easter Show and... uh, Got myself a Dagwood dog, and as as is a bit of a trend, you know, for me that I do every single year. Uh, I take a photo of myself with the Dagwood dog, and I I dab with the Dagwood dog, <laughs> and I call it a dab wood dog, and I think it's I think it's quite cute. But <laughs> um, a fair few of the comments underneath, several of them said, "You better hope to God that Sarah doesn't see this," and uh, and then you did. I did. What were your th- immediate thoughts, Sarah? <laughs> Look, I think it is creative and it could be shared, but probably maybe to your like your partner or your child. <laughs> <laughs> I don't The people who are forced to love public. you regardless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So was it the dab? I'm saying it was just a very Dad joke okay. thing, yeah, and I think it should stay oh. in the perimeter oh, of dad. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. And, and I mean, is dabbing cool anymore? No. 
No. no. Okay. I sus- that went out when I was in fifth grade. Oh, fourth grade. Um, oh. Are people still doing the sheesh and putting their hand on like the inside of their arm? No, not anymore. No, what about flossing? They're oh not God. flossing? No, absolutely not. That also went out when I was in primary school. What about whipping and nay naying? Mm, God, no. Oh, God. <laughs> are people still doing the macarena? <laughs> I mean, as a little joke, maybe, but not really. <laughs> Is there any dance craze at the moment that's sort of popping off? There has been this one dance on TikTok and literally just everyone does it and everyone puts it on either the same song or different songs. Like it'll be a completely different beat from which, from the song it was created with, but as everyone does it and it's like, it's so long. I just can't, I've always been too seeds to try it, but like literally everyone does it and it's all over social media, but. It's so long. I think we better just quickly pick up something that was said in the middle there, Sarah, because I think you just let drop two seebs to try it. Now, that is something that other people might have missed. Can you explain what that means? Seebs just me is like, can't be asked, like whatever. Oh, okay. It's CBF or CBA, but if it's just yeah. C, you <laughs> abbreviate it to seebs. But it's just like seebs is just easier to say instead of CBA oh in like conversation. Oh, my God, I love this. Okay, so I didn't realise that that was a thing. Okay, so so the dance, do you know what it's called or the, what the song is called? or what? Is there a signature move within it? Um, There's like this leg kick where you like, so you're like standing straight forward and you'll like get your right leg and you'll kick it over to the side. But everyone that does it makes it look really smooth, but I think I just look like an awkward giraffe when I do it. <laughs> but like... You're just like, oh, I'll see if I can find one of the videos and I'll send it to you guys and you guys can right. you guys to try and do it. Great. Matt and oh, I will no, do the dance and uh, no, make sure won't. that we get lots of numbers on our socials for that dab, one. you will do the Oh, dance. no. I should. <laughs> you will do the dance and you will post it. <laughs> if you can post yourself dabbing, you can post yourself Okay, dancing. fine. I'll try and learn right, the dance. Well. <laughs> hey, um, this is a bit random, but I'm just wondering, have your friends started having parties yet? And have there been any parties that have just gone completely out of control? Look, there is parties and my friends have had a few and I've gone to them and they're all right. But also I'm not much of like a party person. Like I need my space mm. and I need quiet. Mm. So I'm probably the wrong teenager to ask, but I've been to a few and they never really got out of control but, like, they can get pretty big sometimes. Fair enough. Here's a next question from Marley Grace. Marley Grace got in touch with us and left a voice message. So let's find out what Marley needs to know. So I, I learned a few things today at school, but my favourite one, a student said to me, Miss, what's your gun? And I was like, what's my gun? And she was like, yeah, what's your gun? If you were to point a gun and shoot it, like, what noise would you make? Like, zing or kapow or... Booyah or zoom zoom. And I had a go when I was like, zoom, and that's my gun. So, what's your gun? Do you know anything about this, Sarah? Like a gun sound effect? I, I guess so. I've never heard this before in my life. I would probably just say bang. I'm a, mm. I'm a kind of person. Just go the full sound effects, you know? That's a bloody single shot sort of shotgun. I'd be more sort of like a, a rapid fire machine gun. I remember back in the day, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, okay, I'm understanding. Well, I mean, we all know who what Claire Werbelovs is. Anyways, do you know who the Chick Chick Boom girl is? I don't know. Okay, I don't okay. Know. Well, look, 
I'm going to stop wasting your time, Sarah, honestly. <laughs> yeah, that what's your gun talk back does remind me, I think it's a good one, it does remind me of the what voice do you talk to your pet in talk back we did on Triple J a while ago. Uh, yeah. Sarah, do you have an answer for that? What voice do you use when you chat to your pet? Well, my voice tends to go really high and, like, it's so strange. I can't do it on command, but the second I see my pet, it just, like, goes so high and, like, I just, like, want to squish the pet. <laughs> it's, so, it's so strange. But it's like, oh, my God. It's like that. But the whole the whole sentence is like, it's so cute. Just like there that. There it is. On there it is. What's your pet's name? Um, I have Mr. Black and then I have Ophelia and Loki. And are they all cats or dogs or both? Loki is a dog. Oh, my God, I forgot Mishka. I have three cats and one dog, and Loki's the dog. Oh, amazing. Well, thank you very much. Say hi to Mishka, Loki, Mr. Black, and Ophelia for us. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Fit check. Well, Alex Dyson, one of the joys of having a child is that you get to relearn the world again. You know, you get to re-experience the world again. Yeah. And you get to see things for the first time again and you get to you remind yourself of the joys, the simple, the little things. You think, oh, of course, this is, this is actually exciting. This is actually unique. This is actually different. So I was in Port Macquarie mm-hmm. last weekend and decided to go, well, okay, no, that's a lie. We didn't decide to go anywhere. Bell wanted to pick up something from Facebook Marketplace. Oh. So... <laughs> So we, so we go for a drive. Will it never end? <laughs> we happen to go past this playground, which is next to a winery. So as we're at the playground, and Sophia's loving the monkey bars at the moment, so she's on the monkey bars, and suddenly I look up at this winery that's just next door to the playground, and I go, oh, Sophia, look, there's just two uh, kangaroos. I tell you what, Sophia's got her playground. A cellar door is Matt O'Kine's <laughs> playground. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I was like, you stay here. Don't go too high. Uh, I'll be back in 45. Yeah. Well, Sophie, you're on the bar. With a few drinks, I'll be under the bar. <laughs> so anyways, I look up at the winery, two kangaroos just sitting there. Suddenly I'm like, oh, Sophia. Live ones. Two live ones, yeah, and they're, they're just chilling. Yeah. They're just chilling. I was like, Sophia, quick, have a look. So she jumps off the monkey bar, she runs around, she's like, oh, wow. And they were just lying there, and it was, it was in one of those moments where I was like, this is actually awesome. You know, it's something I don't see very often, and when I do see it, mm-hmm. even when you see kangaroos, but they're in a winery, it's a Saturday, I'm like, I've never been more jealous of a roo. And, and I'm thinking, <laughs> well, actually, I was thinking it's five or hop somewhere. Uh, no, okay, that's that's. I'm sorry, I'm sorry about that. Anyways, look, so I, I was like, this is this 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 site is what people from all around the world would travel mm-hmm. and pay thousands of dollars to see, and here it is, just on our doorstep, and it was like that is awesome, and so it made me think, you know, what what is what's one of those Australian things that you've seen recently? One of the just one of the most Australian things you've seen? A couple of kangaroos just chilling out in a winery. On a Saturday afternoon, mm-hmm. I mean, that that to me, I was like, that's pretty straight. Um, and so we asked you on our Instagram, we're always asking you questions. If you're new to the podcast, please check out our Instagram at matt.n.alex. We asked you, what's the most Australian thing you've seen recently? Yeah, Jess said a diamond python chilling outside my doggy door. 
Oh, them big snakes. Joni reckons the return of the mullets. Yeah, they're thriving. She's thriving at the moment. (laughs) Well, actually, I was talking to my partner, Belinda, about hairdos because she was talking about a couple of naughty boys that were in her um, year at school. And I said, I bet they had rat's tails. Were they selling things on Facebook Marketplace? (laughs) I said, I bet they have rat's tails. She goes, they did. So the rat's tail, (laughs) that was the earmark of a uh, naughty boy. Well, I guess... The mullet is the Delta outbreak and soon rat's tails will be like Omicron and we'll be going around everywhere. Uh, Ren says a man riding a motorised esky down the main road into Yamba. Oh, uh, yeah. That's pretty yeah, that's Aussie. Yeah, that's pretty Aussie. Uh, Joe said a quokka fighting a peacock. Whoa, on that rotness swag. Okay, very interesting stuff. Um, Ashley said two blokes trying to combine palmers and fairy bread. Oh, that's us. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And Catherine got in touch as well and said, I saw a man at an intersection open his car door, swoop up an injured seagull and keep driving, all with a dart in his mouth. So, yeah, that's that's pretty solid. Hey, um, Amy got in touch with us as well. Amy, what do you reckon? Hello. Um, so the most Aussie thing that I have seen recently is my partner's family came over from Byron to visit us in the Margaret River region. Whilst packing bags, my partner's father, Phil, went through his essentials list and the top two things on his essentials for bringing to the Margaret River region was his stubby holder and also his headlight torch for the barbecue of a night time. <laughs> Can't forget the headlamp. Yeah, he, he doesn't go anywhere without it. What's he got the head? Does he really have a headlamp for the barbecue? So wait. He's got that so, and he's also brought his light switch. And when I say his light switch, it's like quite literally a light that is a switch that he puts next to the barbecue as he's got his head torch on at night barbecuing. <laughs> so wait, toothbrush and undies were relegated for stubby holder and barbecue light for nighttime grilling. <laughs> I would have been surprised if he even packed them because he wore the same shirt every day. So clearly it was not a priority. Phil sounds like the most Aussie dude ever. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Amy, for that. That is incredible. And um, we will catch you next time. Thanks, guys. That brings us to the end of another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hope you had a good one and we'll catch you again tomorrow. If you want to message us about anything you heard in the show today, matt.and.alex on Instagram or hit us up on mattandalex.com.au. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.